Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. Is that what we normally do? I don't know. It's a, it's our special holiday playlist, and we got a special guest with us. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, Christmas honeys? This is a uh, this is Cody Garrett. Appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, uh, a worldwide renowned country artist Cody Garrett <laughs> is with us. Sometimes, uh, sometimes. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into it. Man. All right. So, yeah, like Kevin uh, mentioned in the intro, we're doing the holiday playlist part two. Uh, we had so much fun doing it last year, mostly because Christmas music sucks so much that we love finding <laughs> like either music that makes fun of Christmas or really bad Christmas music. So, uh, yeah, it's our favorite tradition to just find really crappy uh, Christmas songs. And we are so happy to have our friend Cody back on. Uh, what's it been, Cody, since June? Um, I think it was a little longer than that. June yeah. of 2021, I think. Yeah, I was about to say June. Yeah, probably June 2021 last year. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's what. What have you been up to since then? <sighs> Busy man. It's uh, Nashville's a different city, um, especially in the music industry. A lot of writing, a lot of recording, a lot of networking, a lot of stuff like that. So, throwing everything in the mix together is kind of hard, but it's fun. That's why I do it. You still doing all those songwriting things? Yeah, yeah, I usually do a, a writer's round a week, at least one, one or two. Um, and then I have, I write probably four or five songs a, a week. Most of them are hot garbage, like some of the songs on the playlist that we picked. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you get a good one every now and then, so it's I mean, worth it. I think you've even had a kid since you've been on last, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's five months today, so. <laughs> That's awesome. That happened. I got, a, I got a nice cut on my face from where he clawed at me today so i was hoping that would show up a little better in the video but yeah it's so disappointing my dogs awesome. do that too but that's <laughs> usually i gotta cut their nails um, yeah but that that's awesome man uh you your most recent single is not today right mm -hmm. it is uh um we're gonna play that at the end of this episode if that's cool with you yeah absolutely i'm i'm currently in the process of getting a uh like a lo-fi like edm remix done to it right now to release in the springtime so kind of get the party going anybody that wants to play it you know on a boat somewhere or in a club it, it it'll be perfect for that so that's awesome. that's my next project i'm working on for it hell yeah that was that uh, was one of my songs of the show i love it dude so yeah, thanks keep keep on trucking thanks uh, you've been teasing another song on tiktok too now yeah. yeah um i wrote that song about a year and a half ago i'm i think i'm gonna be putting it out i've been pitching it around to people for a while and it was on hold for a little bit so now it's just kind of out in the air, so I'm. Uh, I think I'm probably gonna put it out. I'm gonna get in the studio for it and then see what I can come up with. It says the F word in it, so yeah, that's a big step. The big bad step. boy country music. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys want to just hop into audience submissions? First of all, yeah, let's let's, yeah. let's get into your guys' thoughts real quick on how you built this playlist and what your mindset was going in. And Cody, we'll start with you. Um. 
man, it was it was hard for me not to pick Mariah, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they say pick five uh, five Christmas songs, it's hard not to pick that one. But um, there was a lot that came to mind. These My five were definitely... I tried to put, you know, most of every other genre. I got one country-ish song on there, one uh, punk, alt-rock kind of song, so... Um, yeah, I just tried to switch it up with all five of mine, make it cool. Yeah, yeah, mine was my my originally I was gonna go with uh, like all classic Christmas songs, like Bing Crosby, you know, the classics, like the stuff I actually enjoy listening to. Like I had Chipmunks Christmas on there at one point because that's what I grew up with. Um, but then I saw your guys' pick because you guys had them in almost instantly, so I got on late that night and I was like, well, if everybody else is doing meme picks i'm gonna be the meme lord of this playlist and, <laughs> and, and just go as as wild as i possibly can so i've got a couple of metal tracks on there um one from uh count dooku slash lord saruman uh some other weird shit a lo-fi remix so i just i went as goofy as possible kind of the same way i went last year um so you know the, the meme or the better yeah Maybe maybe one year we'll do like a fancy holiday playlist and we actually pick good <laughs> songs. But I kind of went in. I saw Cody's picks and I was feeling the vibe. I was like, I just want to fuck around and find out. I want to put something <laughs> goofy in here. I want to find something I've never heard and it, I want it to make me laugh. And uh, yeah, so that's yeah. I wanted to go back and and add more because I was like, I was the first one to put them in, and I was like, man, they went super meme with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Christmas and Hollis is about as memey as it gets. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll start with uh, audience submissions. Uh, we got Louis Curran says "Cool You" by Louis Armstrong. Cool Yule, get it right. Cooly Yuli by Louis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll start this. I love this song, man. I love Louis Armstrong. Louis in kind of like a weird, like classic era of music kick like the 30s 40s 50s um and I, I don't know i love i love this era of music uh and it's this was kind of the vibe i was going for originally so i was happy it something from that kind of feel made it to the list yeah what's funny i almost put this one in my five just because i thought it was cool and and louis classic um but yeah it's it's it is like 30s 40s 50s or something and i'm i think louis armstrong is like who everybody learns about in school, like in elementary music class. So, um, yeah, he almost made my five, but yeah, super cool song. Yeah. He's the first guy to land on the moon too. Double, double yeah, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guy. Or his brother or something. Yeah. Yeah. It might've been his brother. Yeah. Uh, distant relative. Uh, Ben Carter has an email for us. So I'm going to read that. Once I get it up, actually, Louis Wait. has Louis has an email. Yeah, Louis had one too. Yeah. Shoot. Um. Well, you can read Louis, and I'll read Ben's. Okay, I'll get it pulled up. Go ahead and read Ben's while I pull up Louis. So Ben Carter says, "This Christmas Day" by Trans Siberian Orchestra, and he says, "So tell me, Christmas, are we kind? Happy holidays, happy holidays to one and all. <laughs> hope, hope you've had an a wonderful year, and if not, here's to a better 2023 and beyond." My submission is uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra this Christmas Day. I've worked retail far too long to get excited about Christmas music, uh, the Christmas music part of the holidays, but goddamn, does 
Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Buck that trend for me every year. The song tells a familiar story, but in an original way, and there's something to be said for that. Best Christmas album ever. Changed my mind. Too lazy to make the meme this time. Benji, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I didn't know Trans-Siberian Orchestra had any vocals on their tracks. That kind of blew me away. Yeah, they got quite a few actually, but yeah, it's uh it's interesting for sure. I'm I'm only familiar with the big hits, so to hear a song I'd never heard from them was kind of cool. Yeah, I see a lot of the videos of them playing music and stuff and not really a whole lot of vocals. Um even their live shows, I haven't seen much of their vocals, but yeah, this was still a super cool song. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fake power metal vocal which we'll get yeah. real power metal vocals later um it's just i don't know I, I there's something cheesy about the vocal but it kind of fits the christmas holiday season perfectly yeah. uh i i really i i'm a big fan of tso uh I, obviously so was ben um this isn't one of my favorites but i still really really like it the the end where it's the the merry christmases over and over again with the the chorus is really cool love it yep uh, so let me let me read, read Louis's uh, email before I move on here. Sorry, Louis. Um, so Louis says, "Jazzing up that tree." Ah, um, uh, the holiday roundup part due. I was super close to picking another Psycho Stick song. Uh, <laughs> Thank God he did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my my addition to this it, my addition to this edition is "Cool Yule" by Satchmo himself, Louis Armstrong. I was going to pick "Christmas Time in New Orleans," but this song is so much better. A fun jazzy tune that will make uh, any holiday gathering. Uh, what what the fuck? <laughs> really start to swing. <laughs> really start to swing. Oh, okay. I thought I was reading it towsing. I was like, what the hell is that word? To swing. <laughs> it reminds me of my first and only trip to NOLA. Uh, sitting in a bar on Bourbon Street uh, in December drinking, uh, what is that? Sazeracs. Sazeracs. Uh, yeah. And listening to, <laughs> to a jazz band play Christmas music with my buddy Dave. Blowing all the money we had for the weekend in one night, totally worth it. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, from Lou. You ever had a Sazerac, Cody? Sazerac rye? Uh, it's like a, a drink. that uh, they, I have not, no. It's, I, I've had Sazerac rye. I thought that I kind of thought that's what it was. It's, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, they, they Sazerac, I think, got started at a bar down there. But Sazerac's is a type of drink. It's kind of like an old-fashioned in, in, uh, mm. in New Orleans, but... Yeah, it is very uh, New Orleans esque, and New Orleans. Uh, I think a lot of us want to. Uh, if we've learned anything, all of us want to go on vacation for Christmas. We don't actually want to see snow. We've seen enough. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. You can tell by our our list of songs that we picked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Every, Kevin, everybody. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to read that email in a British accent, like Dylan. Uh, oh yeah, my bad. I forgot to lapse into a uh, a past life, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past didn't possess me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank Go ahead. Grant. Grant uh, yeah. Hutzel? Grant Hutzel? Yes. Uh, he says, Let It Snow by Boys to Men. And I'm going to say it. I think his is just a little bit better than the Run DMC one, if we got to pick. <laughs> I <laughs> I like it a lot. Why do, why do we got to pick between those two, Bill? Uh, types of music you know r&b <laughs> okay um contemporary better meme wise or better song wise i think uh meme wise no okay. run dmc is so much cornier i don't yeah. know yeah 
for sure. I think I think objectively, Boys to Men is better than Run DMC, just in general. So yeah. <laughs> we could just we could just go with that. <laughs> Who would you rather meet, though? Uh, it's still Boys to Men. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no desire to oh, meet any of the members of Run mind. DMC. I don't want to meet Run or DMC. I just want to go to Run's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't want him to start uh, giving me a sermon while he's taking a bath, though. That would... <laughs> No, pretty, I forgot pretty, about those. Yeah, every episode, man. Yeah, Rev did, Run. Did he have his hat on too in the bath? I I don't remember, but I bet he did. If I had yeah, to guess, I, I had to imagine he would. Uh, but yeah, no, I like this song. I love Boys to Men. Um, I love this era of R and B. Just that '90s R and B is is nostalgic for me. So yeah, I mean, it's it would go right in with that you know Mariah pick that we none of us picked, but. You know, this there was kind of like a renaissance in Christmas music in the early '90s. I feel like I feel like that's when all pop artists started to do Christmas music. So there's yeah, a whole lot. Same thing. Same thing. It, it's right there with Mariah on that R&B, hip hop style Christmas. Um, really good. I liked it a lot. Very melodic. Mm-hmm. Mason Miller says Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen. Um, I'm gonna say it. I don't like this one. <laughs> it goes on about two minutes too long yeah that's that's every that's every bruce song for me i'm not a huge boss fan he's got some good stuff obviously but it's fine it's yeah. it's a it's a bruce springsteen track yeah this song reminds me of like like don't you forget about me you know playing at the end of the the breakfast club like i feel like this is at the end of every christmas movie i don't i don't know if it is at the end of any christmas movie but it, yeah. it definitely feels like it is yeah it feels like it should be <laughs> the triumphant like yes I met Santa. Yeah. Santa is the friends we made along the way. Or um, I am Santa. <laughs> Our I last uh, audience submission was from Sammy. She says, I believe in Santa Claus by Dolly Parton. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love I love this song. I love Dolly. Um, I love that she's had kind of a resurgence in the last, I don't know, what, five years or so. Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know. There's just something special about about Dolly and Kenny Rogers. And that, that, uh, that album cover is incredible too yeah she's the queen yeah i love it yep it was a great pick it was good to hear from sammy we had to we had to coax her she was cutting it under the wire so we had to we had to send out one more reminder yeah yeah. uh thanks to everyone that uh sent submissions in today or over the last couple weeks um makes it for a really good playlist i think we got it up to almost 20 songs yeah, 20 songs. So it's a nice 20-song playlist, and uh, I can't wait in, to get into ours. So, Cody, let's start with your first pick. Let's do it. Yeah, we already, we already talked about it a little bit, but Christmas in the Hollis, Rum DMC. Um, I mean, it's about him stro- running into Santa Claus in the park. I don't know if it's Central Park. I don't know. I'm not a New York guy, but um, <laughs> but yeah, he just, he just finds a wallet full of some Benjis in it. And it turns out that Santa left it for him. You know, I don't know. I thought it was, it's super corny, super cool. It talks about food towards the end, which is <laughs> which is odd. They, they kind of switch up the whole. It's like, oh, here's a storyline going in the song, and then they just say, uh, "Ixnay the story. Let's just talk about, you know, let's hit some keywords. Whatever. Yeah, I have a Co- theory collard about greens. that. But we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll get to, to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. It's a it's an '80s hip hop Christmas track. Just what the doctor ordered. If we're going, if we're going crazy, we might as well go '80s hip hop crazy. Um, I thought there were some really cool samples in this track. 
Clarence Carter's 1968 holiday song, Backdoor Santa, as well as Frosty the Snowman, Jingle Bells, and Joy to the World. Um, I think the my favorite thing about this song is when he says, at the very end of the track, my name's DMC. And uh, that was like the corny thing that everyone did in, in 80s hip hop. Um, uh-huh. And uh, it's my it's my favorite thing when they introduce themselves, especially like 75% of the way through the track, maybe 80, but yeah, love it. It's like the producer tags now with yeah. DJ Khaled screaming his name at the beginning. That's what they did. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there's influences everywhere, man. Um, but yeah, now this is truly one of the more absurd starts I could have imagined for the playlist. Um, and like I said earlier, I was going to go all traditional, uh, but as soon as I saw the songs that were picked, I was like, fuck that. And to be fair, this beat fucks. It's it's uh like I I I have a love hate relationship with like eighties rap because it is so terrible to my ear. Now that I've actually heard the evolution of the the genre, uh, it's very cookie cutter. But it's so it, it's so cheesy at this point that it's become good again. I think. Um, and I don't know why every OG rapper was required to have at least one verse about food, but. Like I feel like the people need to know why was that was there some sort of contract with whatever record they were they were under like hey you have to talk about food uh, <laughs> uh, they did it in Rapper's Delight now that's the now that's the standard you have to do it in every single song um, it made me smile and it, and it, it this is the the song that set me on my uh, my path to become the mean lord for the for the playlist <laughs> so I appreciated the pick for sure. And uh, when when you were talking about the songs that sampled, you said Backdoor Santa. I'm like, surely there's an Urban Dictionary entr- entrance for <laughs> for Backdoor Santa. So I looked it up. Oh, boy. And Backdoor Santa, according to Urban Dictionary, is preferably on Christmas Eve. Whilst having sexual intercourse doggy style with your girlfriend, just as you're about to climax, you sneakily snip it in the back door. So that's a Backdoor Santa. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do, do you have to say ho, ho, ho? Or... I, I that's just you know that's the ribbon on the of the okay. present i believe yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's you don't the, have that's to the gift that keeps on giving yeah that's <laughs> a little freestyle <laughs> wow yeah. i i will anyway. say if if i get a bush beans sponsorship you guys will be hearing about it in my songs <laughs> so oh yeah of course yeah uh, you know where just, the influence came from yeah something about just you know a cold beer and sweet heat bush beans <laughs> the, the song's right in itself really it really is <laughs> uh so my first pick holiday in paradise by iration and uh i kind of picked this before i saw cody's pick with kenny chesney but i, I think we had the kind of the idea with like a beachy holiday song i've always wanted to go on vacation to like a beach for christmas i thought that was always so cool um growing up middle class you don't really afford to do that kind of stuff you know um but yeah, Iration is just a, a feel-good beach band, and there's something about a tropical holiday song that just doesn't... It feels like a weird juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Well, it's like Feliz Navidad, right? Like, that that's a classic hip-hop... Or hip-hop. A Christmas, a Christmas track. But it doesn't really fit, but I still love it anyway. Um I, obviously i take my notes in order that the playlist is in so i had in our my notes that this is our second beach track for christmas you fucking humbugs <laughs> uh but i'm always i'm always surprised dill when you bring beach songs to me for some reason because i don't for some reason i don't connect you with beach music but i just kind of have to get over the fact that you're just a 
a closeted beach bum and uh i have to accept that now I, it, the, the spirit of christmas has taken over me and i've accepted you for who you are thank you emo yeah. boy during the summer beach bum during or wait no beach bum during the summer emo boy in the winter that's right yeah so we, we've got some some hangover we've had a <laughs> what what <laughs> think i'm not a beach boy i got a tattoo about a beach <laughs> uh yeah no it's fine it's uh it's highly inoffensive and it's a fun little alt christmas song which is what our entire list is is just alt christmas songs so yeah i'm glad we could uh i'm glad there was another um beach song because i picked the kenny song that we'll talk about but um i like this one better (laughs) obviously um this one's definitely shorter than the other one i think um but yeah it, it was it was better um the reggae like staccato thing they do in the song is awesome it fits it um i like a good anti-christmas song as you can tell from the rest of our songs that a lot of us want to go away a lot of us don't want to hang <laughs> yeah. out with our families apparently uh, <laughs> but yeah this, that this is, is a good song that is it. the main appeal i think for for like a holiday christmas is like it's just you and me me and you and the doggos lady let's get out of here yeah. you know yeah yeah it's like rap songs talking about you know all the all the millions they have. I like rapping about that. I don't have millions, but I like to sing about it. Just yeah. like I like singing about going away for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, adult life happens. You know, you gotta you gotta deal with some other shit. You know, there, <laughs> there's no beaches in Nashville. <laughs> what the hell? At the le- at the lakes. Okay. Pretty rocky over there. <laughs> I, I think the beach water park has like a tubing hill. We could go yeah. there, Bill. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Photo shoot at the beach water park. Is it yeah. open? It, there's no way it's I, open. I've, it's I've be done it. No, no. I mean the water park isn't open, but they legit they've put like snow on one of the hills, and you can go like tubing. Oh hell yeah! At least they, at least they've done it before. I've done it. I've done it before with my nephews. It's actually kind of fun. If not, wait till the real snow comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, ready to move on. Yeah, Kevin, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> right. So my first pick is Christmas Truce by Sabaton. And uh, Sabaton would, of course, have a song about the Christmas Truce in the middle of World War I. Uh, they're a power metal band, uh, so of course they're going to be history nerds. Uh, and they, they're maybe the best power metal band out right now. I know that's sacrilege for me to say with Iced Earth still making stuff, but I love Sabaton. Um, they just make me laugh and bang my head at the same time, which is all I could ever ask for from music. Uh, they're just a bunch of nerds, but they're so nerdy that they become awesome a la Eddie Munson. So it's like, they're so passionate about like their nerdy stuff that you just can't help but respect it. Um, and no one does a chorus better than Sapaton right now. Just it's again, they started off like we're, we're all friends or something like that. We're talking about <laughs> the ally and, uh, whatever they were in World War One, they weren't Axis, but you know the the bad the bad ones. Um, they're talking about that Christmas truce, and if you want to drink and embrace your brothers at war during Christmas, this is the song you listen to. Yeah, dude, great song. <laughs> First off, Eddie Munson style is is definitely a perfect way to put it. Um, I thought it was awesome. Um, it kind of reminded me of Dragon Force a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, power metal. So yeah. Th- yeah, that power metal kind of stuff. It should be like a Guitar Hero song for sure oh yeah um it should also be played during the ba- the battle of winterfell <laughs> oh man that would be that's awesome that, you know that, yeah. that's what i thought of i don't i don't know like i didn't dive into lyrics a whole lot on that one but uh yeah dude it's a super cool song 
Yeah, you're in good company not diving into lyrics on this podcast. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> awesome. Okay. If if this could only be an instrumental podcast, Kevin would love it. Um, <laughs> but actually, the, this song has something really cool at the you know, uh, on Spotify, you can scroll down and you can read the lyrics along. And normally it has it like time sunk. But at, if you kept scrolling lower than that, there's a little story. And it had pictures and it told you like where they came up with the idea for the song. And like Kevin mentioned, um, it has uh, it's about the British hearing German soldiers in the trenches singing Christmas carols during World War One and exchanging gifts. And that's so cool. Like it makes Christmas truce have so much cooler meaning like we can cut it all out for one day and kind of just have a truce and drink some gin and you know celebrate the holidays and then we'll get back at it you know another day um yeah we'll kill each other tomorrow as i think is how they end the song yeah yeah (laughs) like today is christmas let's let's respect that except in america where we cross the delaware on christmas because this is america baby goddamn right (laughs) (laughs) yeah we don't even shut retail stores down on thanksgiving so suck it up <laughs> if they can cross the delaware on christmas you can work retail on thanksgiving but yeah uh-huh. that i'm always appreciative for kev giving us some uh some cool metal for christmas because i don't know i just never think to go metal for christmas there's yeah. so so many metal christmas songs like full metal albums like there's so much metal christmas it's almost overwhelming uh-huh. like i could have done i easily could have done all five metal acts but i didn't because i wanted to do something different well we'll get back to that on your number two yeah so. it's true it's <laughs> true what all you right, got for your second Mine? pick yeah yeah well first i got a question for you guys don't you think it's a really good plan all i want for christmas is a real good tan <laughs> by kenny chesney uh-huh um, uh, I will say Kenny's one of my like country goats. He's like one of my favorites ever. He's, I think he's one of the best ever, but four minutes and 37 seconds is way too long for this. It's very, um, very long. It, it's <laughs> got a weird, it's got a weird layout. Uh, it's like, it starts with the, the tag chorus line and then it's a verse and then a, another tag pre-chorus to another tag. It's, it's weird. It's, it's versed out very odd. Um, I don't know why they did that. They could have just done a quick Christmas song like that, but it's whatever. Um, he let it, he let his editor go on holiday before yeah, he, he made this song. <laughs> yeah, he recorded that in the Virgin Islands, and you know, he put it out before anyone again. could could do any post production. Yeah, it. yeah, but hey, I think it's I think for what it's worth, it's it's a catchy song. The oohs and ahs are, you know, cool enough. So they made my list. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about the album artwork. Let's get oh, this out of the way. Man. It's one of the worst, and I love it's it. Rough. I would kill for a T-shirt. I mean, look, I'm wearing Western Flyer, but I would kill for a Kenny Chesney T-shirt with him. Yeah, that's that a Christmas week. party shirt for sure. Yeah, but I love it. This he's always kind of crushed that re- beach relaxation music, and I've always admired him for that because that is like a weird subgenre of country that he's just he is the standard for that, and that, that's always been really cool. Because right. this song, really, all it's got is bongo hits and an acoustic guitar and his vocals. And we're still captivated for four and a half minutes, even if it does seem a little long at times. You're and stuck. I could not believe the song was from 2003. It's an older one. Older one. It holds up, though. It, I, it could have came the, out five years uh, ago. Art. 
hence the album art. It does look a little aged. Yeah. Him sitting yeah. there with a cut off, arms folded, I think, laying against a palm tree. Yeah. This album, this album cover, S is S A W F T soft. It's mm-hmm. fucking 10 ply, man. It, but the song isn't bad. Like, it, it's, the song is basically the inciting action for Christmas with the Cranks. And if you've never seen Christmas with the Cranks, it's uh, one of the worst good Christmas movies out there. Like it's terrible. It's one of those classics that like, I feel like it came out around the same time as like Jingle All the Way, which might be my favorite Christmas movie of all time. But there was like, I don't know, early 2000s, like there was a bunch of like new Christmas movies coming out. And uh, this was one of those that came out and it's just, it's a terrible movie, but essentially Tim Allen wants to, go on vacation for Christmas and get away from it all. So (laughs) it gets points for that alone. Um, Yeah. Surprisingly, I didn't hate this song, but it does, it does feel like it's about 18 minutes long. So I'm glad you brought (laughs) that up Cody, because I was the first time I listened to the song, I was in my car and what I felt like it was supposed to be over. I looked down and it wasn't even half over and I'm like, Oh my fucking God. Uh So for the last two and a half minutes, I was like, Jesus, when is this thing going to end? Um, it felt like an eternity just because like you said, it's, it's laid out really weird. It feels like it comes, it, it, uh, it resolves, but then he just keeps going and I'm like, yeah. okay. all right. Just to interject a second. Um, I play a lot of gigs out at Norris Lake through the summertime. And one thing that Shanghai Marina does out there is they do the holidays through the year and they do one weekend where it's Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. So they have me play and I'll play Christmas songs in July. And this is on my set list. And the first time I played it, I was like, man, am I almost done with this? Like going through the lyrics uh, while I'm playing, I was like, this isn't, this is too much, way too much. Yeah. It's, I don't know how you make a, because four minutes is a pretty standard song length. It's so it shouldn't feel as long as it does. But I think, like you said, it just, it feels like it resolves around the two minute 30 mark. Yeah. And then it, and then it just keeps going. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Guess guess we're locked in, Kenny. Let's let's go, bud. Yeah, you're gonna learn the chorus one way or another. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the maybe that was the yeah. uh the whole point was I need people to yeah. sing this. This needs to be a hit. I need them to learn the ooze. What I like to think that he booked a bongo player for five minutes. He's like, I'm gonna get you for your fucking five minutes. <laughs> you're not skating out at two and a half minutes. No way. We're doing five. True. Um <laughs> so my second track. Christmas Everybody by The Frights. And I thought The Frights were a lot older band than they were. It sounds like a band like The Kinks and all those bands from like the 60s and 70s. Nope. It's an indie band from the 2010s. Um, And I love folky indie Christmas. It's like emo boy loves folky music. Go figure. Um, But it's it's an original song too, which I think is kind of hard to find. And I, I tried to pick some original songs. And it's got a little surf rock feel, so we're kind of riding the vibes of Kenny still, um, and I really enjoyed it. All in all, it doesn't make your ears or eyes bleed when you hear it, and I think any time a Christmas song doesn't make you want to grab a sharp object, then I think it's okay. Yeah, I think that's the magic of the playlist we put together, is it's like, we all, we've all worked retail during the holidays, mm-hmm. so we all generally hate Christmas music, so listening to stuff that isn't like actual Christmas music makes us laugh. <laughs> so it's, this is the shit we wish we could have listened to while we were working during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, it's kind of our revenge for having to hear the same 20 songs all day, every day. Uh, there was, I don't know if you were there, Cody, but there was a week, there was a year at Nike where t- there was only 12 songs on the holiday playlist. Oh, wow. Uh, and I, uh, one I remember 
like to my core is this Christmas. I think it's yep. the Chris Brown version. Yep. Every time that comes on, man. Yeah. I think I I think I hear it. I think I'll walk in, say I go to the outlets. If I walk into Converse, I bet it's playing. And then I walk out and go to Nike, I bet it's playing there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gotta play yeah. at every store. It's miserable. It's yeah, that the Nike playlist is one of the worst holiday playlists <laughs> I've ever experienced. Um, but yeah, as far as this song, Christmas Everybody by the Frights, uh, it feels like a cool Christmas party in a high school gymnasium in the 60s. Like it made me want to drink punch out of a bowl and like ask Nancy Sue to dance, like you know, sidle out of a corner and like grab her by her little poodle skirt and grab her out to the dance floor to dance to this song. Uh that but that's just sonically. Um it's all about like joining time with your friends and family being the true spirit of Christmas, which, you know, it's, it's good to hear in like a different uh, sonic sphere, I guess. So this was, you know, I wasn't expecting to hear this type of song on this playlist. So it was, it was a pleasant surprise for me when it, when it hit my eardrums. Yeah. Dylan, I'm glad you said that it was like a newer band. Cause I wasn't sure. I put it in my notes that like, I might be wrong, but the song came out in 2016. So it had a super retro feel to it. I, I thought it was cool. Very calm and cool. Um, it's a simple, catchy surf punk song. Um, mm-hmm. You have to get surf, man. Kind of, I, love, I, love that, I love that word, surf punk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I liked it. it. It was a good feel. Um, the part towards the end when they're talking about like the meaningless gifts that everybody was getting. Uh, Richard got a present from his dad in the mail. It was a red turtleneck. I think it was on sale. um nevertheless i opened my package i got budweiser boxers and a t-shirt that matches like that's everybody's christmas basically i love i would love that gift though yeah (laughs) Yeah, me too (laughs) yeah yeah i would i would love it now yeah i think uh kevin and i covered gore and gore had a surf of sin i think was the name of the song Mm -hmm. and it was surf metal and i was like dude i love this song i think i realized that anything surfy like beach boysy even remotely close i'm gonna be like i will die for this song you guys should do a surf metal episode i don't know what that is a surf that surf of sin might be the only surf metal song to exist (laughs) i think just surf music though like surf What what about surfing with the alien oh that might be a surf metal song i don't know if it's metal though it might not be metal well, well, well I'll, we'll give it a listen for sure. Yeah. If we can, if we can build an episode, we'll do. We can just do a surf. There's no, like there's all... no vocals. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> so, figure those up. Your Say alley. it again a little yeah. slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could just do like a alt surf episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, my second pick here. Little Drummer Boy by Christopher Lee. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because he's the most interesting man that's ever lived and ever will live. Um, I won't go over his whole accolades because I I made basically a, a book about him last time I talked about a Christopher Lee song. It was like slam um, poetry. Kevin was just giving us a rundown of every cool thing. He was the last person to witness a beheading. Yeah, he saw the very he saw the very last uh he was he, alive he to see Christopher Lee yeah. saw the beheading. <laughs> Yeah, he he yeah, dude, Christopher Lee's so I'll send you my notes, Cody, after wow. this. Everything in his life, he was like James Bond is based off of his life in World War in the World Wars. Like he was a, <laughs> he was a secret agent. Um yeah, he was alive to see the last beheading by Guillotine. Um he met uh J.R. Tolkien in person. Um 
there's a funny story about when he gets stabbed in the extended editions, like uh, Peter Jackson didn't like the way he did it. And his, his comeback was, have you ever stabbed somebody in the back before? Because I have, and this is what it sounds like. Oh my God. I wish I could travel back in time when I did like my senior project in high school and do it on Christopher Lee. Now. Dude, yeah. Dude, you could buy up 10 minutes. Easy. He's incredible. I think he had like an encyclopedic knowledge of every public executioner in Britain back to like the 1600s. He's just such an interesting dude. Um, But anyway, in the in the waning years of his life, he decided to make a metal band because that's what Christopher Lee does. And he made a Christmas album with said metal band, and Little Drummer Boy came out of that. Um, It's way too fucking long. Like this song is way 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 too long. (laughs) But he's the coolest person ever lived. So of course, I had to add his Christmas album. And there's just something cool about hearing that voice singing, singing the little drummer boy. Um, and it's really fucking amazing, even if the uh, the tempo is a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very odd, man. I, uh, with knowing that kind of background about him, I w- there's got to be a back a cool background about his band and these songs that he put out. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. It, it was super odd. Like once once I saw the song, I was like, it's not the same Christopher Lee. It's not. And then I saw the artwork and I was like, that's Count Dooku sitting there. <laughs> His artwork <laughs> is amazing. Maybe maybe he just learned the guitar and then he, he comes in with the vocals hard. Like rum bum bum bum. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Um it sounded like he made it in his basement to me. I couldn't really tell if it was a serious attempt or not um what about this yeah. says he's not serious <laughs> just true. a guy sitting I mean, with an was, electric guitar that, that artwork he was, is serious as a heart attack he was legit like 83 when he decided to do this and they put out like four albums so he was serious about it yeah it's i guess he was i mean the meta part of it the guitars are i mean they fuck yeah they're, they're good they're hard they go really hard i never thought i'd hear drop d in a little drummer boy song and i definitely <laughs> yeah. didn't think i was going to hear christopher lee's operatic vocals again um i feel like kevin gets on kicks like last year mm-hmm. i think we we talked about uh oh shit what was the artist louis picked last year uh psycho stick we talked about psycho oh, yeah, stick yeah. like we couldn't stop talking about him it was word vomit and christopher lee is that this year i think but this shit rocks even if the vocals seem out of tempo i just don't think they were synced up I like to think that he was playing the guitar and he couldn't sing along perfectly because you know he just you know he just picked up playing guitar in his eighties. So yeah. yeah, when did this? I, do you know when this came out? Uh, I mean, he died fairly recently, so it was right twenty fifteen, I, I believe. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so in his 80s. I mean, yeah, not terribly long ago, but it's uh, <laughs> I and the thing is, like, I think he's mostly on beat, but. Some some of the times he's not on beat. And the brum brum, brum brum is not on beat. No 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 no. <laughs> it's hard to be on beat when you're 80. <laughs> yeah. You can't hear the yeah. metronome. You yeah. can't hear the click track. <laughs> what? Or it's just, Can you turn it up? <laughs> it's just reaching the synapses just a little bit slower. Uh-huh. So yeah. It's all the it's all the sunspots and stuff that were on his face that are just blocking <laughs> the metronome. Uh. You want to Christopher start with Lee your... is Christopher Lee is my god. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I'm not religious, but if I did, he would be the deity of that. In religion. this house, we praise Christopher Lee. <laughs> yeah. Need a, need a big mural in a in the closet. 
big um, <laughs> shrine. That's what I was thinking of. I'll just continue to put his songs on our podcast. <laughs> Once a month, you have to go offer up a guitar pick to the uh, deity <laughs> you have of Christopher Lee. That's right. You saying that, Kevin? I hope there's more. I I hope he did more than Christmas. No, yeah, he has like legit metal it. albums, like okay. two. Yeah. I'm gonna do a deep deep dive tonight. Then <laughs> they're great, dude. I'm gonna sit like he's sitting in the album artwork and listen to it. With my headphones on. <laughs> Yeah, that's when we post this to our Instagram, we're going to post like what everyone picked. Santa here? Oh, shit. Sorry. I started <laughs> playing the music. I was like, oh my God, guys, Santa is here. Santa. He it's is. a Christmas miracle. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Christopher Lee coming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you say his name too many oh, times. Oh, dare you talk shit about my album. Three times in the mirror. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I. <laughs> But we're going to post all the, the picks for everyone, but then we're also going to do a little a slide of all the funny album artworks we have from this. Yeah, so. yeah there's, there's, there's some great ones. Uh, Cody, let's get with your third pick. Yeah, my third one was Blink-182. Uh, I Won't Be Home for Christmas. Uh, big Blink fan. I almost picked the other Blink Christmas song. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's Christmas Eve, and I only rap two fucking presents. That, yeah. that song. Merry Christmas. Yeah talking about the girl's dad and, and her mom doing yes sexual things to him mm-hmm. yes but uh i thought this was more fitting the other one's pretty short <laughs> yeah. um yeah this one's about christmas coming early because bubba is unwrapping his package <laughs> in jail oh my god on his family um because he didn't want to be home for christmas so um yeah that that line alone is hilarious um and then the line, it's time to be nice to people you can't stand all year. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's right along theme with what we've been talking about. Yeah, but Blink is definitely the band. When you close your eyes, you imagine, like, little shithead kids that would go and, like, impersonate a caroler, go knock on your door, and they'll stand there, and they've got, like, their little pamphlets, and then next thing you know, they're throwing eggs at you. Like, that's exactly the kind of guys Blink, Blink are and s- still are, really. And I think this song... Is fun because it is acting out, and it's not like, uh, oh, we do this and we get away with it. Like they end up in jail, and that's so funny. And it doesn't end well for him because Christmas came a night early because I'm a guy named Bubba unwrapped my package. Um, <laughs> just wild and crazy stuff from Blink, and that's what you can always expect from them. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna pick this, so I when I saw it here, I was like, okay, good. <laughs> that frees up another spot for me because I also picked. I, th- I thought about the other one too, and I was like, "It's too raunchy and it's too short." Let's uh, <laughs> let's keep it pushing and pick another song. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think Blink in their golden era was unstoppable. Like they they just everything they did was great, even if it was just the stupidest shit of all time, and most of it was the stupidest shit of all time. Like if you listen to their live album, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever listened to, but it's still one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, I love that live album. It's so good. Um, I, I just recently listened to it again, and I'm like, man, I played the wheels off that album. Um, but, yeah, they just understood pop punk so well. Like, they're funny, they're fun, uh, but they also understand how to make good music, and their composition was always, I think, what made them rise to the top. Um, but, yeah, and Christmas is no exception. It's an absolute classic. I, I love everything Blink did in around that time, and uh, their two Christmas songs were were no exception to that rule. It was a very fitting crossover for them. You can always tell. You can kind of tell when a Blink song is on. Um, yeah. They weren't. They weren't the American Pie band for for no reason. You know, <laughs> yeah. they're fun and crazy, and yeah, I love it. 
yeah, this song was almost m- somewhat serious, and then they threw that little line in just just to remind you it's still Blink. Like, sorry, sorry, we got a little serious here for a second, yeah. guys. Uh, so yeah, my third pick: "Snow in Montana" by Michigander. Michigander. Michigan. I'd say Michigander. Michigander. I'm guessing Gander. Okay. Michigander. Um, like I said, I'm emo boy. Emo boy Dill is gonna find a sad duet for the Christmas holiday times, and to me, it's an it's an essential part of Christmas. I think I used a really good one last year by Artist First Poet about like being broke and like the only thing you have is this warm fire and your girlfriend. And I always love songs like that because Christmas is not always so happy go lucky. It is very, you know, you you can if it lands on a bad time of year for you, that's just what happens, and you have to make the best of it. Um, it's nice to have like a song that is kind of sad with a tinge of upliftingness. So, uh, this was what I found and I really liked it and, uh, it's almost brand new. It came out on November 11th, 2022. And it's one of those artists that I listen to every now and then, but I've never really dug deeper. And this song really made me want to. Yeah. So it's head cannon time. Uh, Whisk me away to Hallmark Christmas Land. Uh, the, ma- the, the main protagonist just learned that their high school crush isn't exactly what they thought they were, but they still love them. Um, and this is Hallmark Land, so love will always prevail. But not after some time being apart and really, really fucking sad and talking to their nearly nearly dead granny for advice. Um, so it's, it, that's exactly what this song is. It's just a, it's a Hallmark Christmas special, but it's obviously it's more enjoyable and better than that. <laughs> But that's that's essentially what the lyrical content is. It's uh, it's a it's a like Dale said, it's a sad song, but it's got some upliftingness in it as well. Uh, and I'm poking fun, but this song is pretty good, uh, especially vocally. I think the vocal performances in this song are uh, really pretty amazing at certain points. And uh, I just couldn't get over the the Hallmark Christmas movie special feel of the, the lyrics because it is it's it's just the plot of a hallmark movie but that's fine because i love hallmark christmas movies it's one of my favorite things so uh yeah so yeah it's sad and uplifting i mean how else do you describe this song like we already did um i thought it was a great song um very melodic the collab between them was awesome um i was wondering how new this song was it, it is like brand new like November. Um, yeah, it sounds like something that could be on top 40 radio. Uh, I didn't, it doesn't really even sound much like a Christmas song, but, uh, but yeah, I love this song. It, it was great. Yeah. Um, is it my, are we on song three? Is that what we're at? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my third song, the seasons upon us by dropkick Murphy's uh, the dropkick. If the dropkick Murphy's make anything, especially a Christmas song, I'm there. Uh, there isn't much more to say. If you know Dropkick Murphys, you know exactly what this song sounds like. There's a lot of gang vocals over an Irish punk bed uh, sprinkled heavily with uh, Holiday Spirit. And when I say Holiday Spirit, that's just um, musically because the tone of this is um, I hate my family, but I love them anyway because they're mine. So uh, I don't know. It's a fun song. It's the Dropkick Murphys. I love pretty much everything they've ever done. Um so yeah, once I saw that I made a Christmas song, it was like a no-brainer. That was an an auto-click ad for me. Yeah, Dropkick's awesome. Um, I, I love a Celtic Christmas song. It, <laughs> yeah. it really, uh, it's a good mash. It's a good mashup, um, and they cross over super well. Um, the lyrics are freaking awesome. Also, my sisters are whack jobs. 
I wish I had none. Their husbands are losers, and so are their sons. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more Christmas than that. That's, but, uh, <laughs> it's Boston as hell, man. It's like it, it's. What are you doing, Susie? You're dating this low life. What are you doing? I love you. Give me, give me a hug. Yeah, but with kilts. Yeah. <laughs> but with kilts, kilts and Santa hats. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd I'd have a car bomb and a couple pints of Guinness to this one. Who would? I loved it. Dill's addicted to car bombs in the last it's, like for the last like year. No, it's it's when I'm with you and we're out at a bar that has That's them. Fair. I'm like, we doing this? And you never say no. So. Well, why would I say no? Yeah, yeah, they're delicious and they're they're good. So where, where are you where are you sh- where are you car bomb shaming me? I'm not car bomb shaming. I'm just saying it just seems like a recent uh, recent obsession, and I'm here for it. If I'm, I have I'll a support- positive if I have a positive experience with something, I'm going to continue to do it until I have a negative experience with it. <laughs> That's fair. So me, you, and Tommy, we went out on like a random Tuesday night, got car bombs, and then decided we were going to go record a podcast, and never did. We just sat in our the podcast room and just shot the shit forever and then we went our separate ways yep yep i it's funny to me because that was like my pregame drink back in college was car bombs i would wake up and do like four car bombs and be ready to go <laughs> so i love the fact that i in my at my tender age of 35 they're back in my life again in a strong way <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you guys are doing them i only did them if it was like a deal at the bar like oh three dollar car bombs I don't know what this is, but yeah, I'll do it. I tell you, yeah. like, there's something about when someone's like, let's do shots. I'm like, no. They're like, car bomb? You're like, yeah. Yeah. That's not a shot. It's an adult shot. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a shot for idiots is what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so destructive. Shit goes everywhere. Uh-huh. You got to chug. You have to chug it or the Bailey starts to curdle. So it's such it's, a guy thing to like, I want to yeah. watch it go boom and I want to drink it. <laughs> yeah, and of course exactly. it's like Irish. That yeah. is so manly. That makes yeah. it even more manlier. Apparently it's an offensive name because yeah. it's got like NRA, like, uh, affiliations or like car bombs were a bad thing yeah, in Northern terrorists. Ireland for a long time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, but whatever, I don't give a shit. What are we going to call uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had one too. <laughs> We're gonna call it potato famine bomb. <laughs> uh, I was, I was gonna say, do they have shots called nine eleven? Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, oh Christ, man! Man, tragedies oh. are funny. All right. So, Lee's coming for us. <laughs> Yeah, this when I worked at Under Armour, I worked there for five Christmas seasons, and this song played there every single year. But I, it was one I was always excited to hear, and it unlocked a memory I really forgot about until Kevin put it on here. It just rocks. It's a Boston Christmas song that's like crude and aggressive and sometimes hateful, but it's still all love. And I think if you can't relate to that, then wow, you did. You grew up in a Hallmark movie because if there's not a little bit of tension when you go home for the holidays, then you know. We then I don't know. Good for you, I guess. Uh, Cody, what do you got with your fourth pick? Um, I have uh, Kanye's favorite song <laughs> up next, and that is the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler, <laughs> the, the Sandman. Uh, this song's a classic, though. Um, it, Saturday Night Live, you know that whole that whole song, whatever they did with adam yeah. sandler paid him a lot of money to do songs but uh 
but yeah i don't know anything about hanukkah besides what's in this song i don't know <laughs> I, but i do know who is and who isn't a jew from this song that's true so um i don't even know the proper spelling of hanukkah anymore i thought it was with an h now there's a c in front of it with this song so the hanukkah um, yeah yeah call me uneducated but uh it still counts as a christmas song in my book it's still fun it's it's all acoustic it's live um it might be the only live song we have on the playlist i think maybe i think mason's yeah, I think so. bruce springs springsteen oh that might be live yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, one yeah. might be live but uh but yeah still cool still cool it's the saying man yeah. yeah i i love the uh the jewish representation here and i thought that was very topical <laughs> and good on you yeah Cody's standing up as a pro Semite. Um, yeah. Way to take I a stand. Take a <laughs> uh, but yeah, Adam Sandler. I think Kevin and I have to share the same views. Like, in the very, he's fine in small doses. I do think the song's funny because he goes through all the people that are Jewish and even like he even breaks it down to like who is half and quarter Jewish. Um, cracked me up. I think. Well, who is the one? That he said was quarter Jewish. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. That was so Not funny too to shabby. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, they celebrate probably. Maybe not, but yeah. they're, they're at least half and quarter. Yeah. But O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when I heard that, because I hadn't listened to this song forever, and I was like, was this before or after the whole O.J. thing? And then when he said not a Jew, I was like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have to cancel the Hanukkah song. Um but yeah, no, this is an SNL classic. I think he did it for the first time on Weekend Update. I could be wrong about that. Um I think that's where he did his songs on SNL. Uh but yeah, Sandman was the leader of the free world in the early 90s. Like he could do no wrong, um especially with his Saturday Night Live stuff and uh Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Like he was just everybody wanted the Sandman everywhere. And this live example is a perfect, this live performance is a perfect example of that. Like people are going fucking wild for this song. That's pretty mid. It's not very good. Uh, He's playing to the audience for sure though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, and everybody knew what this song was. There was this thing, there was this weird thing, this weird celebrity thing in the nineties where it's just like, everybody loved one hit wonder so fucking much and people would just perform them people go fucking wild for it it's not the same anymore with like the proliferation of like uh spotify and soundcloud it's like everybody gets kind of a moment but it's like i don't know there was just something in the 90s where just people latched on to shit like this and it's just so funny to hear the crowd's reaction to pretty lame punchlines throughout the, <laughs> the whole the whole this whole song um but yeah it's just classic sailor putting on 20 voices and people just eating it up uh he's not really my cup of tea uh but this song is synonymous with the holidays now like this song has to be on every holiday playlist ever created it's just it's it's required material for sure and i don't again i don't hate adam sandler i think he has some of my favorite movies like i love happy gilmore and billy madison i quote them all the time uh but he's just, again, small doses, mm-hmm. Mr. Sandler, and, and we'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this kind of humor had its time. It um, did. If he put it out now, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be funny, you know, but it carried along just because it, it came out at the right time. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it was, the early 90s were a strange, strange time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fourth pick, I Hate the Holidays, featuring Tyler Carter by Matt Musto. 
Uh, did you guys know Matt Musto was Black Bear? I guessed it. I was like, this sounds a lot like Black Bear. And I saw the artwork and I was like, it's got to be him. So, yeah, after Googling it, I found out. Do yeah. you listen? Did you know, Kev? Did you Have you ever listened to Black Bear? Had no idea. No okay. idea who it was. So this is one I actually swapped out after we all had our picks in. I don't know if anybody noticed that. I did a little do si But I was explaining to my wife that um, Black my wife. Bear... My wife, uh, that Black Bear used to be an like an indie artist, and it was, I mean, he's still kind of like got that like indie emo thing going on, but he had like a like a really cool sound before he was Black Bear, and so I showed her a few songs, and I was like, oh shit, he's got a, like a really cool song from 2011, and what's more 2011 than an indie artist featuring one of the biggest singers from that time, Tyler Carter. Um, Finkel Zeinhorn. I love showing people things like that and be like, "Oh, you like Black Bear? Did you know? Na- Did you listen to him? Who's Matt Musto? Then you're not an OG <laughs> fan." Uh, it's like when you tell people like, uh, "You know, Travis Barker was in the original Blink One Two drummer. You know that, right? It was Scott <laughs> Rayner." Uh, but anyway, Tyler Carter has an amazing voice, and I love his his feature on this track. It reminds me how much I really like him until. You read about him on the internet, and he's a, he's a dirtbag, but, you know, that's emo music at its core. Um, really, it's just the song is about hating the holidays, and we've been beating around the bush, so we might as well just attack it head on. We hate the holidays, y'all. Yep. Yep, and uh, so I don't feel bad making fun of this song now <laughs> since he's a dirtbag. Uh, but, yeah, this this reminds me of a Christmas single when a guy from a boy band goes single for the first time or goes solo for the first time, at least musically. It sounds like someone, some corporate turd kind of put together this musical arrangement. Um, but the lyrics kind of dispel that pretty quickly. It's like uh, telling Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses to go the fuck away and telling Starbucks their cups suck uh, is enough to win me over. But yeah, no, musically, this is very, very much like, it sounds like Zayn Malik's first single. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it, like when when boy bands go solo, this is exactly what it sounds like to me. And it's, it's fine. Uh, but again, the, lyrically, it's not that. And I think there's definitely better vocal chops involved here, but um, it feels very, very record company corporate sounding. So, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I like I said, I love those lines. Like that's that's basically what I want to do. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me during the holidays. Don't knock on my door. Fuck Starbucks. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a solo project for sure. Um, yeah, I, that's what I was saying. I I saw the artwork and I was like, it's got to be old Black Bear stuff, um, which. The song was definitely fitting for him. Super emo type, whatever he was then. Because I don't know, I don't know the Matt Musto. I know the Black Bear now. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't really in love. Um, he's punching Rudolph too in the song. Yeah, he wants to punch Rudolph <laughs> yeah. in the nose. Come on. Yeah, man, fuck That's Rudolph. Soft, <laughs> yeah, I I have rose tinted goggles for alt alt emo alt pop songs. So anytime it's got like a little hook, I'm like, okay, good enough for me. So. You guys had to endure that, and I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's not fun if we don't, if we all like every song. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll keep the train moving with Carol the Bells by Ash Nico. So if that sounds familiar, we talked about Ash Nico. <laughs> like Back on. <laughs> I see. Yeah, threw me off. Good job. <laughs> uh, back from the first trash playlist. Um, 
with the the cunnilingus on their couch song, whatever yeah. the fuck that song was. Um, but yeah, I, I slumber party. That's what it was. Uh, I unironically love this song. It's like a creepy Christmas electro track. And like when the bass first drops in, it like rattles the cheer right out of your bones. Like you, you have no choice, but to <laughs> be haunted by this Christmas spirit. Um, yeah. And I, I just, I really, really dug this when i heard it this was an, another instant ad for me as i was clicking around looking for weird christmas stuff it's like oh ash nico this should be interesting and then i listened to it, i was like oh yeah this is actually kind of really good um and if this isn't in the mean one i'm gonna be pissed the new like comedy horror movie about the grinch uh because it would fit that perfectly it's goofy but it's also kind of creepy so if it's not in there i'm gonna be pretty upset yeah creepy christmas songs are are weird it should be in that grinch movie it is haunting kind of i mean i think every version of this song kind of is in some way but yeah i've never heard of ash nico but um yeah she did her own weird kind of creepy she had she had her own little ad to it um but pretty cool i googled her and she's one of those people that's you know got a different she's got different color hair and every uh red carpet thing or music video or live show it's blue or yellow or whatever um it's what but, my wife calls bad bitch music yeah yeah, yeah or crazy bitch music yeah because yeah, they so, like yeah. to get their it's hair a, a lot of things <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a cool song the drop was pretty cool in it um i think it was around the it, it wasn't the the last i feel like there was another drop in it but it was like the first one that i thought that was pretty cool but I kind of wanted another one. I don't know. Yeah, me too. It, it's it's very short. I almost didn't put it on here because it is so short and it kind of leaves you wanting more, but I, I liked it too much. It kind of sounds like it's, it'd be like a, a Nissan commercial, though, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe something like a Lexus, maybe a little nicer. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it was a cool song. It's definitely not what I was expecting from this track. I I thought it was amazing, especially Ashnika. Like, I saw her name. I was like, oh, God, Like what what could this be? I thought Kevin was really going to troll us and give us like an awful Christmas song. Um, but yeah, it, it has this like subdued momentum that we get a little drop and then it builds up a little bit and then we get another drop and then the song's over and you're like, Oh man, I wanted some, I wanted some big resolution to the song and we never got it. And I think that's what keeps you coming back for more when something like that happens. Yeah. It's easy to run it back. So it's only like a minute and 40 seconds long or something like that. So, that's long for a punk track, but yeah, <laughs> it'll do. Yeah. So your last pick, Cody. My last one, um, Fountains of Wayne. I want an alien for Christmas. Um, pretty odd. There's definitely not another song out there like it. It's probably the best hit behind Stacy's Mom. I would say. I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think I know any other Fountains of Wayne songs. Um, they're considered a one-hit wonder, I'd say, and I think rule number one of being a one-hit wonder is you got to put out a christmas song yep and uh this was it um i'll take an alien for christmas uh he talks about it can live in his bathtub (laughs) there's there's some (laughs) weird lyrics in here to he really wants an alien for for christmas um he should have collabed with tom delong honestly um it would have been it would have been good seeing featuring tom delong on it uh would have been really fitting but but yeah Yeah, the song name would have changed to i let a alien that i got for christmas suck my dick <laughs> and his name was bubba he'd be unwrapping his package for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah but yeah i i think 
Fountains of Wayne might go down as the most underappreciated acts of the 2000 because they're over clouded by Stacy's mom. What are you shaking your head about? It's just a wild statement. <laughs> it's not. The guy, if you just Google Adam Schlesinger, who died because of COVID, RIP, but if you Google his name and how many songs he wrote, it's, it is mesmerizing. He wrote the entire soundtrack for um, That Thing You Do. He's done so much. And all the O-Neaters. The, yeah, the O-Neaters. He wrote that song, and I'm not even going to get started on that song. But just, <laughs> you know, it just it's so crazy that like that's what most people know, and they just have such a deep discography. And I love his songs because they're slice-of-life songs. He knows how to write a great hook, and, you know, it's got a goofy concept. There's There's another song he has about being a travel salesman, and like he just drinks scotch and sodas, and he forgot to do his report, but he's he's got a knack for sales because he's a dr- he's a drinker. And I just lo- I love the way he writes songs because it is so like what the song's just about having an alien. That's it, and that's it. And he makes it catchy, makes it fun, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, no, this song is really nostalgic for me because there was like a four to five year stretch where just alt rock bands just got really goofy for no reason. Like they might be giants, bare naked ladies, etc. And also, everyone was obsessed with aliens, Mars Attacks, Independence Day. Like, and you, you smush that shit together, and that's what this song became. Like, I was obsessed with aliens for during this time. Like, I I distinctly remember for Halloween one year, I wore I went as an alien with a Dr. Seuss hat. Like, Dr. Seuss hats and aliens were the thing <laughs> for like a year. <laughs> so, it it to me it makes perfect sense for the time that it came out. I mean. It fits right in with those two bands I was just talking about. I mean, Bare Naked Ladies has a song. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy a monkey or something like that. They might be giants. All their shit is weird. Um, but yeah, it, it, that like this was my childhood. Like this is kind of like me in middle school. Like this is the sh- I would have loved an alien for Christmas in middle school. Uh, so it, yeah, it's just it's kind of like a a time capsule. This song and it, it it made me really nostalgic for a song I'd never heard before just because I know exactly what time and place it, it happened and when it was written. And it was, it was really cool. So uh, I, I apologize for my head shaking, Bill. Maybe you're right. Maybe he, they are the most wrote, underappreciated band of the outs. He wrote Just the Girl by the Click Five. Come on, man. Where are you at? Come on. I don't know. I'm I don't sorry, know. Man. I don't know whether that's the hill I'm going to die on today. But um. Yeah, Click Five. Yeah. Uh, Father Christmas by The Kinks is my fifth pick. Um, in the UK, I learned this while doing some research. In the UK, Father Christmas is their way of saying Santa Claus. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I've heard this song for years. Did not know that's what that was. Um, and the song kind of tells the story of a department store Santa Claus who's been beaten up by a gang of poor kids who tell him to give them their money <laughs> instead of toys because toys are impractical. That's not going to pay the rent. Get my dad a job. Like, all this shit that's, like, very woke for little kids. Like, I don't want the immediate thing. I want, like, stability in my life. And I think Blink-182 did that. I think those were the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was Blink if they grew up in the up. UK. <laughs> but it's just punk as hell, man. Like, give me your money. Like, I don't want gifts. I want I, I want to feel whole again with my family. Like, <laughs> if I got beat up by kids and they said, like, I want to have a good home life, I'm like, oh, I get it. Take all my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go. It's like it's akin to going to like a Salvation Army uh, 
person and beating them up and taking the money in the in the in the, uh, in the it's little the same thing. cauldron. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same concept. Um, yeah, man, I, I fucking love this song. This might be my favorite song in the playlist. I've always loved this song, and I'm so mad I didn't even think about putting it on here. Um, there's just something really fun about it. The hook is really good. It's really catchy. Father Christmas, give me your money. It's just I don't know. It's it's a it's a English class war skinhead masterpiece. Uh, they're they're mugging Santa, and it's fucking awesome. Like it, it stems directly from I don't know if you know anything about like the class wars or in Britain during like the sixties and shit like that. But it's like it was very classist. It's like if you had like because you the car you got depended on what type title your dad was at their job. So there was like different models for like different positions. So everybody knew exactly where you were in the social stratum. So that's kind of where like the skinhead punk movement came from in Britain. And this is like a perfect example of that transformed into a Christmas song. It's like, fuck these presents. I just want my dad to not be made fun of anymore. <laughs> I want him to have the GX version of this car, not the S version. It's mm-hmm. like, um, it's just, it's, I, I've done a, not a whole lot of research, but I'm aware of what the, the class thing was in britain and it was pretty fucked up honestly so like i like this skinhead punk movement makes a whole lot of sense so uh yeah i fucking love this song so so much yeah it's almost a sad song yeah <laughs> to an extent um yeah i i love this song too um i i love the english kind of british style christmas song especially with saying father christmas is it's so british yeah uh, <laughs> so british but uh yeah, dude, I want to get in Austin Powers' car and put this on full blast. Mm-hmm. Pedal, pedal to the metal. Dude, and, uh, I think the best thing about this song, as soon as the chorus is over, they say, to the little rich boys, and the drum starts rolling and the guitar comes <laughs> in. Like, it gives you no second to breathe. Like, there's no ending to the chorus. It just, like, rolls into the next chorus or the next verse, and I thought that was so fun. Yeah, it was a fantastic song. Like, nine and a half out of ten. Aside from being a Christmas song, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would listen that's, to this all year round. That's I why point. That's why I docked a point five from it. It'd be t- it'd be a ten, but it's Christmas yeah. songs. True, true. <laughs> probably plays in a in a uh, Goldman Sox. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I give it points for being a Christmas song because it's anti Christmas. So, um, so yeah, my last pick is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" by Ella Fitzgerald and Oxjack. Um, it's two of my absolute favorite things. It's Ella Fitzgerald and Lo-Fi. Like, what? How could you go wrong? Uh, ter- you could go terribly wrong because I spent a lot of time looking for a good Lo-Fi Christmas song, and ninety-five percent of them are fucking terrible they're so bad i think just lo-fi is so easy to make that just a lot of people put a lot of lo-fi out there and expect people to listen to it because of the tag and it's a lot of it's terrible um but yeah i was that's why i was so happy when i found this because this is a slam dunk like um it was a gem it was a diamond in the rough for sure um and I've listened to this track more than any other track on this playlist this week, just because it just, it scratched my itch of like that classic Christmas music that I was kind of in the mood for and lo-fi. I've been in a big lo-fi kick recently. 
and um and it was also just weird enough to be the last song on my list i you know this is kind of like my palate cleanser from the weird shit i just put you guys through <laughs> so here's a here's a nice easy listener um and this is going on every christmas playlist i make from now on i just i love this track it's just i don't know it's it feels smarmy but in a good way yeah certainly last but not least on this song uh this was this was probably my favorite one um they the vibe with ella and uh and lo-fi was so good um i yeah i haven't heard this is one song i haven't heard in a Coles or or a nike or anywhere man i i hope it doesn't go mainstream on us um there, there's probably a time and a place for that but but yeah i i love this song it, it would definitely go on my christmas playlist too yeah, I don't think we have to worry about Ox Jack blowing up anytime soon. No. <laughs> yeah. He's 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 already graduated from college and whatever. Yeah. He's doing Ox Jack stuff somewhere else. Have yourself a merry little lo-fi Christmas. I didn't think a lo-fi Christmas song would work. So I I'm glad you had to work for it, Kev, because Yeah, I really I, did. I don't think I could handle more than one lo-fi song on this playlist. It is such a good little dosy do at the very end because it has this like juxtaposition of a classic tune that you know and you know the words and then you get this like electric drum beat and it just like it doesn't seem like it should work and it confuses your brain but it's also very soothing so it's one it's probably the one that you can kind of just click your brain off and listen to and appreciate um i just thought it was a really cool remix yeah, this feels like honey glazed chestnuts is what it feels like. Just kind of decadent, like you don't want too much of it, but like I don't know. It's like I said, smart. It's like it feels like a cable knit turtleneck by a fire. <laughs> With like a frat DJ in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That can do this. Yeah, ox ox jack in the corner. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so there you have it. That's our uh holiday playlist part two. Um Let's get into songs of the show, and Cody will let you start. Another meme, but uh, this song ain't bad, I don't <laughs> think. Um, Nickelback, Skinny oh, Little Missy. Um, man, this I'm is glad the last episode of the podcast. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> they, uh, I'm glad that they're still singing about strippers and you know girls that, that you shouldn't mess with, like bad girlfriends and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly am somewhat of a fan of the new album um i thought the mix and masters on it were, were great and uh, this song is is good to put at the top of the totem pole for the first listen to the album so if you missed <laughs> old little nickelback talking about strippers and you know getting drunk they're in their 40s now i think but um but yeah if you missed that dive into it I, I couldn't click off this song quick enough. I just, I don't want to risk Nickelback showing up on my release radar every yeah. week. So I was like, no, fuck. You had to, you had to log into Amazon music for it. Yeah. Watch it on YouTube. I, yeah. I just, I couldn't risk it. Um, I, 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 my hate for Nickelback is well known. Um, they, I mean, like I said, they're fine. They're musically, they're fine. It's, it is funny to me that they're still doing the same shit they were doing 20 years ago. Um, because they know that's what will sell and what people still want from Nickelback. Plus, they're somehow having a resurgence. Are you happy, like... TikTok? Are you fucking happy? You got them <laughs> yeah. back together. TikTok. TikTok Our worst nightmare. Back to life. Sheesh. I hate it. Chad it's... Kroger is doing good out there. Oh, fuck Chad Kroger, man. Chad Kroger is one of the <laughs> most... He's one of the hardest people to look at I've ever seen. 
Isn't it so Wait, funny I, that the lead singer of Nickelback's name is Chad? Yeah, that is, that is, <laughs> it's, it's so fitting. That's amazing. And you know what's funny? I feel like when Kevin and I are like bitching about Nickelback, you guys ever watch Waterboy? Yeah. yeah. Remember when the coach has his meltdown and he's wearing like his mom's high heels and he's like <laughs> talking on the phone that's out of the wall? He's like, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. And he like stomps his feet with the stilettos on. <laughs> that's how I feel when I'm like talking about Nickelback. I'm like, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> Just because they're too manly. I get it. Yeah. They emasculate yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, I was so I was so pissed when I clicked on that link because it didn't have like a preview or anything, and then I saw it come up Nickelback, and I was fucking you, furious. You know what sucks I too? The to. album artwork is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's like the Mystery Machine. Yeah, like a. Beach. I didn't have time. I didn't have time to look at it. I just yeah. I refused. I had another song, but I. Since I was last, I was like, I've got to throw yeah. a nickel, a nickelback on there or something. <laughs> so you got us, dude. Oh, you, you got us. You got us. You got us good. You got us with the fake freeze. You yeah. got us with the nickelback. It's yeah. uh, you are the meme lord of this playlist. Mm-hmm. You win, Cody. Good job. <laughs> I can't wait for next week when Kevin gets his Friday release radar and he fucking freaks out. Yes, I'm gonna fucking yeah. lose it, dude. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Um, oh my god so my song on the show is the freshman by mustard plug one of the great uh punk ska names i've ever heard yeah um what is better than a borderline out of tempo cover of a song that everyone loves i couldn't (laughs) get enough of this yeah it's great i like i isn't my thing with ska is like i get it once a year and i'm like this is fucking awesome and then i'm done with it for another year and uh, this was my one hit of ska for this year, so I appreciate it at the end of the year, Dill. I don't have to listen to it again for another twelve months. So, yeah, Dill, I forgot you're a ska guy. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's a great cover though. I didn't yeah, notice it, it until it was like the main, the main riff, you know, in the chorus. But uh, killer band name too, Mustard Plug. <laughs> oh my so, god, it's so good. <laughs> That's the most random thing in anybody's house. <laughs> Easily. I'm still trying to talk Kevin into doing a ska list with me, like a whole playlist of ska. So if he never is in on it, I'll have you do it with me, and he'll just sit there okay. and watch. Yeah, I would need like a couple weeks in advance to just dive into ska. Yeah. God, you won't come out the same person. We'll be no. skanking all week, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Here's we'll the thing, sk- Bill. Like, I'm the laziest person on earth. So if you tell me, hey, we're doing a ska, a ska episode, I'm like, ah, fuck it. All right. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> I don't. I won't. I will hate it, but I'll do it. I'll find. I'll find some ska that I like for sure. Okay. That's my I mean, goal for 2023 is to get you to do one ska episode. That's fine. We'll do it, and then I'll get it, get it out of our system. You know, <laughs> it's been looming over me for years. Yeah, that's fine. I'll uh, I'll just do it as I'm base jumping off of a cliff. Don't <laughs> <laughs> record while that's going on. Impression that I get. Impression that I get off the cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, yeah. So my song of the show is "Cheat on the Church" by Graveyard Barbecue. This came up randomly on my uh, Discover Weekly, and my Discover Weekly was very very strange this week. So I was I was uh kind of annoyed by it and then this came up and i immediately loved it it's like 
Cody, you pointed out the uh, <laughs> the rebel flag with the pentagram oh, stars. Yeah. So I didn't even see that at first, but I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I, that was the first thing I saw. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know what this genre is. It's like, I don't know, devil music um, about barbecuing. I don't know. And like not liking the church. <laughs> it's, just, it's just very, very strange. But I loved it. I was like, yeah, this is the salve that I needed for this fucking weird ass Discover Weekly I just got. I love it. I thought it was a, yeah. such a good song, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of be it's going to be like a joke pick," but it the song actually rocks. Yeah, it was wild. It, it was very wild. Listen, um, just by the title alone and graveyard barbecue, yeah, and the the pentagram rebel flag. It it would look the artwork looked like the the Jack Daniels um, yeah. like generator online. Like, Oh, I want to put my name on the Jack Daniels label. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked like at first. And then just put a rebel flag with pentagrams in the middle of it. Um, it was wild, man. Not my cup of tea, but Oh my God. It was, it, reminds, it was a good listen at least. It reminds me of like Hank the third and like that, yes. like, uh, like that devil country that's yeah. kind of been floating around for a few years. And I love that shit. So um I don't know. I just, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yep, this is it. This is my song of the show. I got, I got to get somebody else to listen to this because I love it. Yeah, I love I love a good uh, church embezzlement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, guys. Uh, the Holiday Playlist Part 2. Um, if you want to go check out the Holiday Playlist, we have the link in the show notes. If you want to listen to the playlist and then listen to this episode, however you want to do it. If you made it this far, you probably already listened to the playlist. Um if you want to check out Cody Garrett's discography, I made a playlist of all his songs. Just put it in a playlist. Um, that way, Cody didn't have to. But I added it and the link on uh, Spotify. If you want to check out uh, Cody on Apple Music or YouTube, I have the links in there as well. And he also has merch, which I added a link to. Yes. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, just launched some some new T-shirts. Um, get them today, man. They'll, they'll come by Christmas. So, um yeah, check them out. Appreciate you having me on and my music and stuff. And had a blast, man, sipping some bourbon and uh, just picking songs and listening to Christmas, talking Christmas songs, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be doing that, but, but yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, it's always fun having you on, Cody. I always talk about the first episode when you're on. It was one of my, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Like once we stopped asking questions and just started shooting the shit, like it was just a really fun conversation. And yeah, you know, I it's, appreciate it's always raw with you guys. Yeah, man, I just I appreciate your musical knowledge and you know the fact that you like some really weird shit like like me. So it's, yeah. so it's a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I'm super hit or miss, man. I don't know about the graveyard barbecue stuff, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll get the next one, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you like mustard plug, not graveyard barbecue. We're, we're yeah. fine. You're we're fine yeah. in your line. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if there's bar- if there's barbecue plug out there or, or mustard barbecue, mustard barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call it Carolina Tangy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, Cody, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if you want to check out all our social medias, I got them in the link in the show notes. If you want to join our Discord, we got a link in there as well. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap the show up by uh, playing Cody's new song, uh, relatively new song from this year, um, not today. So thanks again, Cody, and everybody have a good week. Thank you. Bye.
jungle in the backyard rumbling in my car I should probably get around to fixing up Dirty dishes in the sink, couple dollars in the bank And I can't get dressed until the laundry's done I need to get some groceries, buy some necessities Pay my amenities and bills that can't be late Soon I'll have to figure out and get down to all the work in my way But not today, I'm gonna kick back, relax, forget what I had to do Find some shade, ain't gonna watch the clock, gonna pop me a top or two Ain't no way, I'll be breaking a sweat, might drop the boat and get wet and just float away But I ain't gonna do shit that honey do, is to get done somehow, some way. But not today, no not today Long chair chilling in cocaine Killing by noon I'll be feeling like a Marley song Agenda full of bad vibes Cooler full of good times Tell me which problem you'd be sitting on I got nothing but the bare minimum On my plate and I'll find another time To complain But not today I'm gonna kick back, relax, forget What I had to do Find some shade Ain't gonna watch the clock Gonna pop me a top or two Now 